This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 22nd of May. Brett, that officially makes it three. First it was Twitter, mm-hmm. then it was Square, and yeah. now MasterCard has said it's going to allow staff to work from home oh. until a COVID-19 vaccine hits the market. Which could be never. Yeah, it could be a long time at home. Three fabulous stories today, Justin. Cannot wait. Let's do it. For our first, the Australian government has rejected an offer from the Queensland mm. government to invest in Virgin Australia. Okay, so here's the backstory. Virgin doesn't have enough cash to remain alive beyond the end of June this year. Currently, Virgin has about $100 million left in the bank. Now, the problem is that Virgin needs to stay alive until August. And that's because that's when the new buyer will be finalised. The situation's a little bit like when your petrol light's on and it's touch and go whether you're going to make it to the petrol station or not. <laughs> So Virgin is currently exploring ways to meet its short-term financial needs. On Monday, Queensland approached the Australian government and said, we want Virgin to survive. Can we please get involved here? Queensland offered $200 million to keep Virgin flying and get the sale to the finish line. But only if the Australian government also tips in some cash mm. to help Virgin complete the sale. And after an intense 48-hour period, the government rejected the offer. Not done. We are officially out. <laughs> so what's the key learning here. Queensland government has a vested interest in the outcome of Virgin because more than 5,000 Virgin employees are based in Queensland. If Virgin goes down, it means less jobs in Mm -hmm. the Queensland economy. And it has a knock-on effect for all the industries that Virgin directly or indirectly supports. I'm talking tourism. I'm talking hotels. I'm talking travel agents. Combined, these industries in Queensland earn over $1 billion per year Mm. from Virgin. So if Virgin goes down, then Mm. a lot of Queensland economy could also go down. For our second story, video conferencing behemoth Mm -hmm. Zoom reckons that global giants like Google and Facebook have no chance at catching up to Zoom. Things are heating up here. (laughs) So what's the story? Okay, so last month, Google announced that Meet, Mm -hmm. its own video platform, kind of relaunched and is now free to all users. And just last week, Facebook launched its own similar tool, Messenger Rooms. Now the fact is, during the COVID period, Zoom went from 10 million daily meeting participants Mm -hmm. to 300 million Basically, in the blink of an eye. And that is way more than Google and Facebook have on their video apps. And that's because Zoom's become the go-to service Mm, for basically anyone who wants to chat over video online. Or anyone who wants to act like they're in the Bahamas (laughs) with a green screen. So what's the key learning here? Zoom reckons the reason it is winning the video conference game is because of focus. Video conferencing is all that Zoom Mm -hmm. does. It's all Zoom wants to do. (laughs) And Zoom does it well. But Zoom is poking the bears of big tech. (laughs) The bears of big tech being Facebook and Google. We know that when Facebook or Google enter a new market, they go hard. Give me an example, Brad. Well, in 2016, Facebook copied Snapchat's stories feature. And squashed them mm. while doing it. And why were they so successful? Because they already had the distribution. So while Zoom may be confident with its narrow focus on video mm-hmm. conferencing and its 300 million daily active users, yep. shouldn't forget that Facebook now has over 1.7 billion daily active That's users. A lot. And Google has over 1.5 billion users Ooh. of Gmail alone. Tread carefully, Zoom. Tread carefully. <laughs> For our third and final story, supermarket giant Woolworths has mm-hmm. participated in an $8 million funding round Ooh. for a new Aussie startup. Okay, so a bit of backstory. Last year, Woolworths set up its own little venture mm-hmm. capital arm for investing in early stage companies. And the name is W23. <laughs> now, we're pretty confident that we know where the W comes from. And we assume the 23 is because they're inspired by Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and Shane Ward. Yeah. 
Now, the company that Woolworths has invested in is named Eucalyptus. And who is Eucalyptus? Eucalyptus is a platform. Who isn't a platform these (laughs) days? It's run by some of the former heads of Koala Mattress. And their plan is to launch various digital consumer products and services. Currently, they have two brands in the telehealth space of the market. Mm. It's Pilot and it's Kin. So what's the key learning here? When it comes to collaboration between corporates and startups, Mm -hmm. there are some pretty clear pros and cons. Pro, the corporate can share Mm know-how, resources, and most importantly, customers with the startup. Con, not many corporations actually engage with startups. And when they do, they often don't really know how to do it well. There aren't too many of these startup corporate combos in Australia, so it will be really interesting to see how this one goes. Flux family, did you know that your credit score changes every single month? Like, when was the last time you checked your credit score? So, over the weekend, head to www.flux.finance to check out your free credit score and some helpful tips. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Monday.